Sheriff Kenton Garland leaned back on the uncomfortable wooden office chair and peered out the window at the street beyond. The rider dismounted from the beautiful black and carefully tied the spirited horse to the hitching post. A second rider, by all appearances a woman, emerged around a corner and engaged the first in a brief conversation. Garland scratched his chin as the two turned and looked toward the window. Maybe they'd seen him staring curious. The old oak chair creaked as he removed his boots from his desktop. He took the colt from his drawer and held it pointed towards the door. It wasn't long before the door swung open and the man walked purposefully inside. He stopped in front of the gate, which kept outsiders from walking around the room as they pleased. In a moment, the woman was by his side. Her hair was tied up inside her Stetson hat, but the sheriff could see it was golden in color. The young woman's face was tanned, and her sharp blue eyes flashed beneath long eyebrows. If she was trying to hide the hourglass figure beneath man's riding clothes, she was doing a poor job. Sheriff Garland? He turned to the man who kept the question on his face. The fellow was handsome, young, maybe in his late twenties. Something about this newcomer's attitude suggested a comfort with command. His blue eyes were also highlighted by tanned skin and long brown hair. His physique was that of an athlete or cowboy who'd been long on the range. I'm Garland. Sorry for the inhospitable reception, but my deputy is out on a complaint at the barber shop. Seems old man McKierney got into a fight with old Rip Loring over shaving soap. One taking the side of Piers, a t'other Yankee. McKierney said he never seen a Yankee good for nothing, and the soap be the same. I expect Deputy Curtis will be back shortly, and with a story to tell, I'm sure. I'm sure the deputy will sort things out. I'm Gabriel Torrent, and this is... Elizabeth Kenton, the girl said as she stepped forward, pulled off a leather glove and proffered a right hand. The sheriff stood, leaned over the desk, and shook it mightily. His ample girth nearly extended to the desktop, but he had a broad chest and firm jaw. He noticed the stunned look on Torrance's face as the girl seemed to take charge. He sat back and indicated for them to come around and pull up two of the Spartan office chairs. He rummaged in the top drawer of the worn desk and produced a printed pamphlet. As soon as Gabriel saw the coloring, he emitted a guttural groan. The sheriff smiled and slid the book over the desktop to his visitor, who followed its progress painfully with his gaze. Gabriel Torrent, Hero of the West, read the title. So you're the same person? The sheriff poked one large finger under the cover. You know, most of what you read is greatly exaggerated. Eastern syndicates get writers to put out books like that to encourage young men to come west. So you didn't do all the crazy things this book says? Are you serious? If I did those things, would I still be alive? So? The sheriff leaned back on the squeaky chair and laced his fingers over his ample belly. What brings a western hero to our little town? Torrance shifted uneasily in the seat. He looked to Margaret, but she'd fixed her stare on the sheriff, a big, engaging smile on her pretty face. Garland directed his gaze to the Colt cavalry pistol in the western-style holster at Gabriel's side. 
something bumped under the desktop. Sheriff Garland, I think you have a man I've been looking for in custody, an Indian. Friend of yours? The sheriff grinned like a crocodile. I thought he was killed at Fort Apache. In fact, I looked for him for more than a day. He was just gone. When I heard he ended up here, I have some questions for him. Friend of yours? Garland repeated as though he hadn't heard. He's an Apache chief. The army's at war with his people, and he was a part in a bloody confrontation. I need to see him.